Hello and welcome to Grumpy Gamers. You're here this week with Ben and alongside me I have Eddie. Hello. And for the third week in a row, Kirk. It's a hat trick, baby. It's a hat trick. He's back, baby. Yeah, I mean, didn't no, expect Pete. this. <laughs> no, no, Pete. No, Pete's dead. Um, no, Pete didn't die. Uh, he had a late work commitment. And so, uh, yeah, put away. it would have been the four of us for three weeks in a row, which we haven't but had for Fucking Pete time. had to ruin it, didn't he? Just like he ruins every single pod when, when he fucking would, clicks. When Kirk yes. was regularing anyway, he did take a lot of weeks off then. I think it's his way of like, oh, I'll take a couple of weeks off now. Yeah, I I think um, when we had four of us, there were a lot of weeks where people just dip out and all yeah. this kind of stuff. But I, Kirk makes an excellent point, though, that there will be no clicking through this episode. I would just like to point out that my <laughs> weeks off were very fucking valid, okay? <laughs> well, I fuck. don't remember any valid reasons. I so. remember I got told off because I had to go on a Valentine's Day meal with Emma... And because she was going home the day after, we had to. The only day we could do it was Monday. And then I heard the podcast, listened to it on Wednesday, and you're all ripping me. And I was like, "That's so harsh." <laughs> you know, you know how many episodes I've missed, <laughs> guys. Guys, you know how many episodes oh, I've don't missed. Even go, don't even go there. Because you can't. Because you can't. <laughs> no one else will edit. It's fine. There is yeah. no backup. If you disappear, Grumpy Gamers is gone forever. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. So if, it, if if Grumpy Gamers just doesn't appear one week. You know what's happened? Something ben bad sick. has happened to we Ben. Haven't, we haven't collapsed uh, as an organisation. It's just Ben sick. <laughs> at least, at least you, you, me, and uh, Pete will be all right, Eddie. Just what? chilling out together. Kirk, hang on. Don't you know how to edit? Exactly. One of the yeah. reasons why I, I fancied Kirk getting involved originally, like 100 episodes ago, whatever, was because Kirk might be able to... He's the only person I'd trust out the the rest of you. Ah to actually edit an episode. I was I the tr- first I... to work out how the system worked. Ben, do you not remember I created our own theme tune? Yeah, I actually liked that. It's <laughs> that not was as good really as good. <laughs> that was amazing. I don't know where it is, but when, well, when we're famous, that's going to be... I'll be honest with you, Eddie. I hope it never finds the light. No, yeah, was, me. That doesn't sound like something anyone wants to hear. To be honest with you, it and also me just before you go, making noises with my mouth and then editing it to actually create a song. I thought it was brilliant. Were you just speaking words like normal? Um, I just don't want to. I just don't want to be part of the editing process, Ben. All right, I, I've got more important things to worry about. Ah, no, so. I, Sorry, I, you can. I respect that. I respect that because you've just gone no. Yeah, and I can work with that. I can work yeah. with that. Yeah, not, not, believe it, not no middle ground, no maybe, no maybe. Yeah, all right, maybe if you need to, no fuck off, you do it. To be fair, right. exactly. With Pete, with his twelve billion clicks an episode, I think <laughs> he's got enough clicking power to do the editing. You know? yeah, <laughs> that's true. Very, that's very true. Good, Eddie. <laughs> right, okay. Let's move us on. Let's, uh, yeah, standard order this week: news, new releases, what we've been playing, and this feature this week I stole from another podcast. I stole from the offshore. Oh, game, did you? Ca- games. Cast. Oh, oh, that's fine. It's <laughs> um, offshore. There, there are. Yeah, it's there uh, are they're mates. They're good yeah, mates. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly, exactly, it's fine. Um, yeah, it's uh, gaming resolutions of 2023. So that's what okay. we're going to be talking yep. about. But shall we do the quick news to start off with? Lovely. Do it. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is finally getting hardcore mode with the Season 2 update that's coming in. Um, it's also getting a number of changes to Warzone, mm. which Eddie and I and Yuko will be interested in. Yep. But one-on-one gulags are coming back. Oh dear. Uh, is that alongside the 2v2s? I don't think so. I think they're changing it to one v one. I'm really upset you, by that. Yeah, the one, for those that don't know, when you when you die in Warzone, you get one chance to redeem yourself and come back, and that is a 
currently a two-on-two match where mm. if you win that, then you get to come back. Now they're changing back to one-on-one, which was the same as the original Warzone. I wonder um, if that's because of the... Um, do you, how many times have you been in the Gulag and you just waited? Like for somebody else to come in, like because if people don't die, you're yeah, not going to get out. You're right. And it it's a one lot- of the quoted reasons, Kirk, that you get people AFK as well, and like, yeah, there's a, mm. there's a lot of problematics that where people of a higher skill level, because I think the whole thing they were trying to do with this Warzone was almost bring the skill levels back together. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. like the slow movement, all that kind of stuff, and putting two v two gulags in did help that as well because. Uh, mm-hmm. If you can contribute, but if you if you're not that good, you can still win a gulag. Um, I think there's been a lot of backlash to that in general, trying to make you know condense the skill levels in Warzone. So one v one gulags. Uh, they're also, I think, doing something with when you kill an enemy and the loot is on the floor, you don't have to go through the backpack anymore. I think the loot will just drop. Oh, cool. Oh, That's okay. good. Uh, I, I mean, I like it and I don't. I mean, I don't. What I don't shame. like is that they they had a vision. And I quite like what their vision was doing. Yeah. And it seems community backlash has pushed them to basically oh, just go back to yeah. old Warzone. And and I don't think people give it a long enough time to adjust, personally. How long before they bloody bring one-shot snipers back, then? Exactly. Yeah, that's... Mm. Uh, I mean, that makes logical sense as well. If you headshot someone don't sniper, don't they, do should be, don't, they should don't be... Don't down. do that. Don't bring that don't back. Don't do no that. Is, so. All right, fine. You know what? Not good for I me, would accept but... that if it's one-shot kill shotguns as well. I'd accept that. Yeah, but from obviously a, from, the same people from a distance. About, yeah, from any <laughs> distance, any distance, <laughs> any distance. Finally, I can put a scope on a shotgun. Um, but that update comes on the fifteenth of February, so that's the season two update. So okay. both that and the hardcore mode come there on the, for the normal multiplayer. All right. Um, next up, Cyberpunk's DLC, the Phantom Liberty. Uh, it's got the biggest budget of any CD Projekt Red DLC to date. Okay, sounds mm. good. Okay. Does sound good, doesn't it? Yeah, for I'm a DLC see... as well. Yeah, well, it's the biggest budget of. Oh, the, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. So, like that. the the big Witcher ones. <laughs> it they doesn't have a bigger that. budget than Cyberpunk <laughs> or, or the Witcher Three, if that's what you're asking. I mean, yeah. Cyberpunk took about ten years to make, so that'd be that'd be impressive. Um, Look how that it's, it's out, just eh? really cost a lot of money. <laughs> um, but I need to get my because I started playing Cyberpunk again. I need to get that save kind of through to conclusion to be able to take advantage of this DLC properly. I reckon. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I probably need to keep playing that one. Um, next up, the Dead Space remake is supposedly uh, too scary for one of the devs to play at night with headphones. Right. That was the story on Eurogamer. So okay. They made it here. I mean, that's, um, that's not like. I don't want to be that guy, but that's not really a a feat, is it? Like, one of the devs, so in other words, someone who gets scared easily, won't be able to play it at night. Yeah, I think that's not... I think, the po- I think the point is, if you make the game, then you're kind of um, normalised to it. Okay, so. I see. Right. I think that's where they've yeah, gone with it. But there's obviously all the different jobs in, in a development team. He could just be uh, like a background artist or something. Oh, or- Kirk, it's not supposed to be that deep. Don't... don't. <laughs> I, I can't wait to play 20 minutes of it and tell you it's shit. <laughs> Very good. Very uh, good. I hope it is scary, though. I hope it's scary because that's what would set it apart from the old ones and Callisto. It'd mm. then turn it into something. Pretty, is Callisto not cool. scary at all? It's, these games aren't scary where where it's action-based. I yes, think. I guess, yeah. 
Yeah, like it's hard. Like game, you need suspense and you do like, and limited ammo and all that. Kind of, and they, and to be fair, Dead Space and Callisto they do do the limited ammo thing, but after a while, it just becomes very action orientated. Yeah, in my mm-hmm. opinion. But we'll see how it progresses. But on that uh, same note, Callisto Protocol now has a new game plus mode, which has been added. Yeah, uh, a lot of people were complaining that it didn't because they'd missed trophies or achievements when going through it first time and then they thought they had to start the whole game again as opposed to start a new game with your current weapons and everything yeah. so it makes it easier just to find those trophies so hopefully any platinum hunters out there that will help them along um then we have marvel's avengers so marvel's mm. avengers will have no new content uh and support for the game will stop in september um, that's pretty tragic <laughs> I think it's a pretty good run for a game that was widely panned I agree, I agree <laughs> with that that aspect of it but it, this was meant to be something quite impressive but it just didn't hit did it well so. I also don't think it, I've got a contrary view here I don't think it's tragic either because now essentially if you read what they're saying about it it essentially turns it into a uh, just a kind of normal game <laughs> like it turned that what they're doing is packaging it all up and um, turning off the store and everything, mm. and you can just earn all the in cosmetics and stuff in game. Um, okay. And so they're basically just turning it into like a complete package. And the multi, you can still play multiplayer with people online. Uh, it's just that you know general support will have ended. Um, so it's so, not going to be live service anymore. Yeah, it's just not live service. And mm. as soon as you get that live service kind of moniker off, like the what the game is. And just say like, well, this is the game. I think then expectations change a little bit. Don't Maybe they? that's what they need to do with Halo. Yeah, well, we'll get onto that. One. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, uh, Witcher Three next gen version is getting a physical release on consoles this week. Um, it's also getting a patch soon uh, to sort the PC version, which I think there are a number of problems with that next gen oh. version on PC. Interesting that they're doing a physical release for it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of out of the blue as well. It's just they said, ah, physical versions next week. Mm. <laughs> so, okay. I know they did. Um, they did a game of the year version, didn't they? Which had the um, the two the DLCs. White. Yes. Yeah. But, I um, got that one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, of course, just, yeah. yeah. Of course you do. Yeah. Of course you I've got my PlayStation hey, versions. That. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Um, and the last one of the quick news is about Forspoken because uh, we'll talk about. Well, yeah, Forspoken, the reviews um, have come out today. There was um, a lack of review codes being given out. So outlets like Windows Central, VGC, and SkillUp, they all said last week that they weren't getting review codes for Forspoken. It's quite a long game. Mm. They hadn't got them by the end of last week, so they said they're going to miss the review embargo of Monday the 23rd, which is when we're recording this podcast. Um, And it comes out on the 24th. So that kind of led people to think, oh, this game's going to be pretty awful because you're limiting who can see the game or review it. They didn't limit it that much because there were 34 reviews that came out on Metacritic today. Um, so Kind of funny were, had them. I was uh, yeah. actually I was listening to it earlier, actually. Um, yeah, ACG had one yeah, as well. Yeah, I watched, watched that one. Yeah. They, yeah, I watched his review. Yeah. I, don't know about, I don't know about ACG, but kind of funny weren't too kind to it. So well, I think it's been very, very mixed, actually. Um, so, yeah, I looked at Metacritic, 10 positive, 23 mixed, and 2 negative. It's got a score of 65. There were 6 8 out of 10s on there. Uh, I know another outlet on uh, gave it 9 out of 10. I think I saw that on Open Critic or something. So, you know, I, I watched ACG's review. 
Um, I like the look of it. I'm not too put off by the the character chatting away constantly. The, yeah. I'm, I'm not really put off by that. So I it looks stunning. It really. Does. I think it looks pretty good it to be beautiful. honest. Beautiful. Well, something. So one of the um one of the comments that came out of um kind of funny was that it feels like it's a ten year old game that's just had a bit of polish, basically. <laughs> Oh, right. The way okay. it mechanically yeah, right. is like there's there are some good bits, there are some new uh, exciting kind of mechanics and whatnot, but nothing that is really like groundbreaking. So it kind of just feels a bit more like something that is uh, like a decade old. Well, I'm I'm treating this as kind of thinking it might be a, like a casual play when you know those games that like everything looks spectacular and everything looks awesome and your spells and all, everything's good, but actually might actually be quite casual to play and actually yeah. not take too much skill and all that kind of stuff. I'm actually looking forward to it being a bit like that from what I've seen. That's fair um, enough. So mm. it's arriving tomorrow at my girlfriend, so I'll be playing that this week, I think. Nice. So I will, uh, I'll let you know next week. Uh, do you not live somewhere, Ben? Are you not able to get play- things delivered to you? <laughs> Oh, she's ordered it. She pre-ordered it. Right, okay. Um, it's, her, it's her purchase and you're it just going to nab it. It's, yeah, it's, all right. That yeah, makes sense. Her, her I, just thought, I just thought you ordered it and go, yeah, I'll just send it over to hers. No, no, it's uh, <laughs> it's her purchase, but she's uh, going away. So she's uh, nicely said I can play it first and see what I think. So we'll we'll give that one a go. Let I'll let you know next week. But Dead Space also comes out this week. So Oh, someone's going to be busy. <laughs> don't know. Don't know. We'll see. see what, I don't know if I can justify... 70 quid or whatever for a 10 hour game i'm gonna have to i was thinking about dead space i was thinking i'm gonna buy that and trade it buy it play it trade it yeah i think i think i just have to because it's crazy to spend 60 70 quid or whatever on a 10 hour game it's just mental i do have a quick question for you though before you move on are you going to get it on playstation or are you going to get it on xbox dead space um i tend to buy all um, physical games on PlayStation. Okay, fair enough. I don't know why. It's because, well, I do know why because I used to have the Series S, so I started doing that. And you kind of got into a habit. Yeah. yeah. Though we will talk about resolutions later on, and there's something to be said for that. So, <laughs> spoilers. Um, right, <laughs> let's move on to the main news, which is massively Microsoft focused yeah. and Xbox and everything. So, um, I'll just kick us off with the fact that the big story this week was that Microsoft have let go 10,000 employees, and that includes some 343 and Bethesda employees. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, so following a number of tech companies recently laying people off, so Facebook and Google this week let, let 12,000 people go, uh, Microsoft have announced that 10 or 11,000 staff have been let go as well. In a public statement on the matter, Microsoft boss uh, Satya Nadella blamed changing consumer spending habits and the looming threat of a new global recession. Um, (laughs) So obviously most of the layoffs are not related to gaming divisions. Uh, As I said, Bethesda, 343, the coalition have been affected though. Uh, Microsoft currently, uh, I think it employs about 220,000 people. And in recent years, it's gone up something crazy from like 160,000, 170,000. They've, they've ramped it up over the last couple of years. Um, so the optics aren't great given the potential acquisition of the act, of Activision Blizzard. Um, and I think they're considering an additional investment in open AI, AI as well. So 
yeah, it's um, it doesn't look good. They are different things. They are completely separate. But you know how PR works. Um, so now that now that event on the twenty fifth of January, their presentation is looking very important, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit shit to be honest. Um, I mean, getting laid off is never going to be. I mean, I've, I've personally never been laid off, but I can only fucking imagine for all these people, it's literally fucking tragic. Like, I don't know how else to say it. Um, but we don't know the inners of uh, the workings out of, of the business and what's happening. Obviously, there's got to be some link to the Activision Blizzard deal. Um, but I guess needs must at the end of the day, aren't isn't it? So, Yeah, I mean, it's happening all across the tech industry. So, yeah, um, yeah. yeah these are... These are just unfortunate um, things that are happening, but um, I think that probably leads on to other stories. Yeah, let got. me uh, let me pick, pick. It's all it's all the same. It's all linked, <laughs> it's isn't all it? All same. this week is yeah. all linked. So it's all yeah. the same. Um, so my I've I've got two kind of well, they're both linked and they're both the same thing. Uh, really, Joseph is it Staten? Staten. Yeah. Staten. Yeah. Because Ben said yes, and you said Staten. no. It's, it's Staten. State Staten. Yes. Yeah, All right. I don't know. Joe Jason Staten, Staten leaves three four three. Staten. Three four three is under file. Um, Staten will remain at Microsoft, but is no longer as its Halo Studio three four three Industries. Bloomberg's Jason Schreider uh, stated last night. Schreier. 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 Really, you. You really are re- reading it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not good with names, apparently. Um, <laughs> names really with S as well. After joining the company to ensure uh, the beleaguered Halo Infinite made it out the door. Uh, why didn't you just like re? Why didn't you just rewrite that for yourself? Like, why did you just take? That? I was just about to say, says uh, games are uh, Eurogamer, but what's wrong with this? Because I'm reading the thing. Is that Sorry. what you want me to do? Plagiarize other people. Yeah, exactly. Last night, uh, reports indicate that Microsoft's enormous round of layoffs would impact several Xbox studios, with 343's Halo Infinite campaign team in particular hit hard, according to Shreya. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, we thought, are you sure? Because it's E before. It's oh, definitely yeah. Shreya. Right, fine. <laughs> um, and on the second uh, news story, there's uh, no campaign DLC for Halo Infinite. Mm. So the single player. Uh, DLC that was planned uh, has now been scrapped. I mean, I don't know if you want to go first, Ben, or if you want me to. Well, that... Um, I mean, I'm not sure we can read too much. I don't really know what to read in to you about the first story. Um, like, yes, he's moving on, and he came in to kind of steady the ship, and um, and he did that. He did get... He got, he got the game shipped. Like, the game came out under his watch, so... It came out, that's yeah. that's, a, that's a good thing. Um... He's also one of the, the original uh, team uh, from Bungie that worked yeah. on Halo. So he's kind yeah, of so legacy kind of um, thing there, isn't it? Big deal. Um, that is a big deal. But the the single-player DLC thing... Um, so this has been long rumoured that there has been... That the single-player uh, would, would survive for a long time. Yeah, because on that uh, podcast years ago they talked about halo infinite being like a long-term game they talked about like yeah. 10 years or what have you and they did. that well, yeah. yeah well they did and that that set the tone for it now that has kind of had a carryover effect where everybody thinks that there's going to be a continuation of the story and all that kind of stuff we've had the conversations before as well like did we reckon there was going to be a new game or did we think they'd mm. develop the story more from the end of that campaign uh, that, now that it said that 
here ceases active development, there's actually rumours that they never had any campaign DLC in development. That's just rumours, though. Absolutely. I think this is all kind of rumours, but, I mean, yes, the layoffs have hit the campaign team hard, supposedly. Now, whether that's because they had come to the end of the campaign and that was that, and so that was going to happen regardless, or they've scrapped this DLC. I'd, I, don't, I, would, I don't know. I would, hope, I would hope they haven't scrapped the DLC entirely and there is something going on there because I've said before, and I'll say it again, I thoroughly enjoyed the, the campaign of Halo uh, Infinite. I thought it was fantastic. And to your point about the uh, 10-year plan, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was us that discussed it. It, like, it, would, be, it would be awesome for them just to like lob on chunks of story to the initial campaign as time went on as essentially as dlc but like in a live service manner but they couldn't they couldn't Um, do that could they the the problem like i loved the idea of infinite um and good to compare it to siege uh rainbow six siege like i loved the idea like siege does is just like bringing new people in and and it just becomes a, a rolling on brilliant game do you think that maybe the fact that Halo Infinite was seen as a bit of a flop when it came to the multiplayer and people weren't happy about the maps, blah, blah, blah. Do you think maybe that has something to do with this? Depends. Oh, yeah, I think it, it depends on who does. you're asking, really. Mm. And the reason I say that is because I would give the campaign a 9 out of 10 and I'd give the multiplayer overall like a 4 because the fundamentals you, were there. Kirk, would you would you give it a a four, or would you only give it a four on the expectation that it's a live service game that they will be continually adding to? No, my issue with it, and I think this is probably this this is where they haven't managed to stick the landing. But I was expecting something more akin to the the heyday of Halo, like Halo Two and Halo Three, where there were constantly mm. maps in rotation. They were adding new maps mm. to to it and just keeping it keeping it going that way. There was no yeah. battle passes yeah. or anything like that. You just had this compelling reason to go in play with your friends rank up and you would you would just it was just as simple as that and i think that's probably what i was expecting and what we got was something that they were trying to be like all the big boys that that were out before it but they just they fucked it so and don't get me wrong oh multiplayer it like the fundamentals of it are fantastic like i they've they've nailed everything about the actual core of it it's just everything surrounding it is just dog shit because we don't like we've said time and time again we loved it didn't we in our time that we played it fantastic but there was just no reason to go back and play it and there still still isn't so well they have got forge out there now they have got the forge um what i would what i would say is that everyone's pretty down on on halo at the moment but they have got a pretty decent campaign out there um the fundamentals of the multiplayer are there they've got forge out there as well now there is a battle royale coming from certain affinity that is coming. Uh, when that comes out, they're going to have a pretty complete package of a shooter. Yeah, um, but they have to wrap uh, it up properly and sell it. Yes, I, I think if they have the consistent support to release uh, new maps and new playlists and things like that on the multiplayer, I think that's probably all that you need when the battle royale is out. Yeah. Mm. Because I do yeah. think battle royales, as much as a lot of people try to kind of poo-poo them or move on from them, they are huge. They've got um, their they've, and, they've they've got their place, man. And I I, I yeah. totally I totally see the uh, the appeal. Well, I mean, we play they Warzone. definitely have an 
they have their place with with shooters because it is like you know it's that thrill of beating 150 200 people like and we're and winning you know yeah. it's uh it's 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 pretty unique um in, in these types of games so i think that's a big thing and if we hear more about that towards the end of this year it's just that you know it's it's taken if they had that all at day one it would have just been this incredible package it would it but, would have been but um, it's over such a long period of time that it's just lost all gravitas hasn't it yeah well i mean i will say um that we should hopefully find out something sooner rather than later because halo and mass chief are here to stay according to the studio head of 343 so um yes. basically uh <laughs> There was a, a brief statement that has been put out uh, by 343 after some high-profile um, exits due to the uh, layoffs and, and whatnot that we've been speaking about. Uh, these include creative director Tom French and Joseph Staten, as we've already um, uh, said. Um, so on the 21st of January, the official Halo Twitter account put out a statement from studio head Pierre Hintz, I think that's how you pronounce his surname, not 100% sure. Yeah, go for um, it. Yeah. And he said... Uh, so they said, uh, Halo and Mass Chief are here to stay. 343 Industries will continue to develop Halo now and in the future, including epic stories, multiplayer, and more of what makes Halo great. So this statement that came out has seemingly split the community in literally down the middle with half saying, scrap 343, we don't want them anymore because they've, they've basically fucked the franchise. Uh, and the other half saying that, you know they've shown their support uh, me personally i think 343 should stay on it because if you give it to another studio what you're inevitably going to do is depending on who they who they pull from 343 to help as guidance if you give it to another studio they're not going to have the same feel they're not going to be able to capture what makes halo halo at least with 343 you've still got people that have worked on the original games and have and have been along for this journey. Granted, as we stand right now, it's not worked out too well. But I think really what they need to do is just pull it on the back burner. Pull it on the back burner. Forget about Halo for now. Focus on your other IPs that you've got and just come back when Halo is great again. You know what I mean? I, d I do know what you mean. I think you make a, a good point there and I think it's similar to my thinking on this that the people saying take 343 off this give this to somebody else i don't think they're thinking it through even the people that are saying oh when activision come on board give it to infinity ward like <laughs> no. I, like if you do that halo dies it would be change... it would be a call of duty <laughs> like clone no, but if you, no what, more than Sweet. that if you give it to anyone else you're not seeing another halo game for years and years and years and guess what nobody cares then halo dies yeah. If you if you take it from three four three now, Halo is dead. So you can't. The only option is to keep with three four three. Yeah, that's. It's almost like the vote of confidence. They probably have the vote of confidence. Yeah, yeah. We're, <laughs> it's not. It's not going anywhere. And three four three come out and said this. And the fact that they've had to come out and say this and say, "Yep, we are continuing. We are the people that will be developing this game," is is incredible. Um, but I think the thinking that you could you could give this to somebody else is just misguided i like, think so sorry i probably um i did miss out some information which probably might helped a little bit it's just purely on the basis that um there were a lot of rumors saying that they were being taken off of it 
Yes, I know, I know, Kurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you. I mean, perfectly. That's what people are saying. Um, It's just, yeah. In my opinion, you take three four three away right now with Halo, as it as it is. Even though it's a a good game, but as it is with the reputation it's got, and the time that it would take for somebody to do anything with it is is dead. It's over. Yeah. What do you think, Eddie? Yeah, I think it would be a mistake. Good, good one. Nice, nice input. What, what do you mean? Say about Halo? I don't give a fuck about Halo. I wish oh, Halo Jesus. was dead. I mean, played go. a lot of Halo. Played a lot of it. Yeah, yeah, it's great. But is it as good as uh, Warzone? No. What do, would I care this? if it died? No. I mean, you should. I would actually like it because then people like you, Kirk, will get sad. How about that? Okay, you wanted a comment from me. There you go. There's your soundbite. I, I regret my decision now. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the thing is that this week was dominated by Microsoft News and oh. the Halo stuff and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's it's all intertwined. I mean, it's Microsoft. I think this week has really kind of piled the pressure on that event. As I said earlier, I think uh, the event is now on the 25th is now a... A better fucking slap is all I can say. Yeah, and to, and to take the kind of heat away from this stuff. Um, I mean, yeah, Halo, Halo's no good. And it, it's come a week late because we had our Halo quiz, our kind of Halo <laughs> special thing last week. Um, and it's come a, come a, a week late, hasn't it? Because we were all uh, saying how great Halo was last week. And uh, now all of this stuff has come out. So I still think it's mind great. It. It's just, well, just a bit of a I shame. think for, what I heard today was, um, yeah, a, th- a third of the staff at 343 have been laid off no fucking hell yeah so i think i think there was over 400 developers and people working on halo and i think 130 have been have been let go that that is what people are saying anyway so even if that even if that's remotely true like give or take 25 percent, that's still fucking tragic well you don't yeah again it sounds it uh you don't know if it is because some may have been contractors it could have been uh people that have been working on the campaign they knew that time was coming to the end mm-hmm. i don't you, there's a lot of stuff that and then the numbers then stories are written so we don't know but um regardless 343 have a hell of a lot of people uh, less or fewer people working for them rather, so yeah, yeah. But uh, shall we move on to some new releases? Yeah, what is yeah, come on, Eddie. News there. That was fucking horrible. Um, <laughs> but uh, let's let's let me cheer you up with a with a new releasing section, which is actually really good. So I, th- cool. I think I think that uh, the lull of January was very much uh, short lived because we had an okay week last week, and now we got a good one. So yeah, it's going to be a good year of gaming. Says the most negative grumpy gamer. Um, <laughs> one we missed from last week. I've put this in um, only because I think it was. I think it was on the day that we actually released the podcast. I think it was last Wednesday. Oh, it was January twentieth. There you go. So three days ago, as we were recording, or twelve days ago, as you're listening. Um, what the, the pioneers surviving <laughs> desolation came out on PC. Um, the reason why I got. Uh, the reason why I know this is because I got a notification. I've had this on my wish list for a while, and it went. Oh, it's now. It's now on Steam. So, yeah, it came out a few days ago. Um, it's... I won't read the blurb because I won't waste your time. It, it's like a crew management, base building, exploration uh, game uh, set in space. The visuals look incredible. Um, I obviously got on my wish list. I, th- I think this game is right up my street. What it did you... look like a U game. Oh, it did look like a U game. Look at it. It looks stunning. 
it's, very much so. It's, yeah. it's got like a dark and foggy like look to it, but at the same time, it's like a crew management, basically RimWorld. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, I'm all in. It looks um, it looks quite nice. Like actually, looks like decent graphically as well, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's a it's a, it's a decent. It's not a RimWorld. No, all right, okay, bit of a dick there, but that's fine. Yeah, I did. I mean, I I came around the houses on it, but I got <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's already got um a lot of review, ninety reviews in. Uh, it's mostly positive. It's uh, but it's twenty five quid at the moment, so I'm gonna wait a little while and I'll let you know what it's. Uh, that is a that is a spicy meatball for you. So yeah, okay. Oh, dude, what is it? What is it with the spicy meatball? I don't know. <laughs> I had meatballs tonight. That's weird. Oh, that's horrifying. <laughs> What? So, just, that? No, horrifying? just the link what? between Ben saying it and you saying you were eating it. I don't know. It's just a bit weird, man. What? I wasn't saying I was eating Ben. <laughs> <laughs> All right, move us on, Eddie. Let's go. Let's Anniversary go, baby. Wonder Boy Collection uh, coming out on Switch and PlayStation's January 26th. It's a anniversary compilation. It's 21 versions of the six most popular Wonder Boy games. So... Good. There you go. I don't know who's Good. buying that Fine. one. Um, Hitman uh, Three <laughs> has got. I don't really understand all this, but it, it looks like it's got an update which has like Hitman World of Assassination on. Um, yeah, I had to look it up as well. Yeah, it's it, a. Is it, it got Hitman One and Two? I d- yeah, Hitman Three is now being re. I, ba- I think basically they're going like, right, okay, all the Hitmans are like the same type of stuff, so we're just going to have it called one thing: Hitman World of Assassination, and that is Hitman One, Two, and Three. Yeah, they're basically they're packaging everything up into one yeah. thing. Yeah, lovely. They've also got a freelancer mode coming out on uh, the January twenty sixth as well, which is. A brand new single player mode that introduces roguelike elements, strategy planning, and get this, a customizable safe house. Oh, that you're all very in. good, actually. Mm, you are sounds, all in. That, that I, sounds good, actually. I am doesn't all it? in. I played a Hitman game. I mean, we're going years back now. Good. Well done. Um, no, no, no. I've played all, a load of them, but there was one of them that you could like do stuff outside of the missions. And I remember, like, ten years after I played it, I tried finding it. I couldn't work it out. I think, if I remember correctly, it was, like, set in Rome or something, or at least one of the missions was. But, yeah, I was all and now you have that. Freelancer. Now and you yeah, have Freelancer. And now we have Freelancer, so... Uh... I think people that love Hitman, I think this is, like... I think that's an incredible update. I, mean, I don't know how, mm. we don't know how good that mode is, but, you know, by the sounds of it, it sounds pretty fucking good, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it does sound quite good. I might actually look into that now. Hmm. Um, next one Never Awake coming out on Playstations and Switch January 26th a girl who never wakes up she has been fighting monsters in her dreams Never Awake is a nightmarish twin stick shooter with a, new, a unique world view and original game rules uh, it came out on PC in September last year uh, it's very positive on Steam though um, it's a kind of a cartoony uh, twin stick shooter um, it could be a good home on Switch because it's one of those silly-looking games. What do you think, Ben? I think it look yeah, and it looks very um, artistic. Yeah, but polished as well, doesn't it? Polished, yeah, quite yeah. nice. Yeah, I quite, yeah. I quite like, I quite like the look of this. Visuals Ooh. are quite striking, and yeah, I, I quite like the concept, although quite dark when you think about it. Yeah, yeah. Dark. never yeah. awake. Yeah. That's that's a bit tragic for her. Yeah. So <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, it doesn't but, um, shout happiness, does it? No, but it could be could be a little little gem. Yeah, it could be, could be. Um, <laughs> right, next one from one little possible gem to a delight: Dead Space <laughs> remake coming out on PC, PlayStation, Xbox is January twenty seventh. The sci-fi survival horror classic returns, completely rebuilt to offer an even more immersive experience, including visual, audio, and gameplay improvements, while staying faithful to the original game's thrilling vision. Or as Kirk says, very disappointing vision. Yeah, it was. Um, First 20 minutes is very disappointing. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so if you don't know what this is, it's the third-person sci-fi survival horror game. The visuals look amazing. We've seen enough of this to uh drown a horse i'm gonna say that um, drown a horse this this <laughs> could, this could be yeah. huge um are you guys benny I, i'm gonna think you're gonna are you gonna buy this day one dare i say um i am under uh, i'm undecided i i want to i just need to know that i can i think it'd probably be the best time to buy it play it and trade it as i said to get your maximum recon i just don't don't want to spend seventy pounds or whatever it is mm. on a ten hour game. I know it's a ten hour game because I've played it before. <laughs> you know, it's uh, and it doesn't matter how good it is for ten hours. It's still ten hours. <laughs> um, okay. And I know a lot Seven of people don't hour. judge. A lot of people don't judge games by the the length of them and all this kind. Of, when I'm spending that type of money, I'm starting to do so. God, yeah. Um, and I think um, I think I'll just have to do the mental gymnastics in order to make that purchase. But uh, I do want it. I do want it. I will be purchasing it at some point soon. Um, You kind of have to, to redeem yourself on your opinion of Dead Space. Sure, yeah. I mean, it is a running joke by this point that I fucking hate it. uh, Kurt, Kurt, it's not a joke. You you need to redeem yourself. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) um, no, I, I do really like the look of this. Uh, well, my my biggest gripe with the uh, original was that it just felt too dated to me uh, to to look at and to play. I didn't like it, so wrong. my opinion <laughs> does not make me wrong. It is incorrect. Yes, that's a prick. Um, so I will be getting this. Um, I also, I mean, I will buy it once once time comes for it. But I wouldn't be surprised if this comes to um, Game Pass at some point through EA Play or Ooh. something. Well, that is a saucy idea. I, I I don't know whether I don't know how quickly the price will come down on this one. Um, this is another reason why I'm thinking if you hold off a month or so, you might get a get a bit off it. But um, mm. yeah, don't know. Uh, after Callisto, this might have boosted Callisto might have boosted the sales for this because people are expecting yeah. huge things of this now. I'm I'm expecting a big Metacritic on this. Mm. And Callisto Protocol, as, as we all know, was shite. So that's probably really helped because people again like, a lot of a lot of incorrect opinions. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, some twats nominated Callisto for Game of the Year last year. I mean, that's mm, some some <laughs> very you know critical games. Well informed people. Well, well informed. Yeah, people. absolutely. <laughs> very very handsome. <laughs> right. Uh, I just, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, Back Firewall coming out on PC, PlayStation, Xbox is January 30th. Hello and welcome to Back Firewall. I hate that word. Why is it all one word as well? <laughs> it is not a very good word, is it? No. And why think, is there an underscore yeah, after I, the name as well? You know what, Ben? I think that the name of the game is actually Back Firewall underscore. 
I know, yeah, that's what I mean. Why have they put no. an underscore? It is, it is cut. If you go is, on like Steam or anything else, no, it, I can it, see, I can yeah. see. It is, yeah. it's on everything. It's got the, uh, it's got the underscore after the uh, last L. That's mm. horrific. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Joe's. Um. So, what was I saying? You, you fucked me over. Um. Hello and welcome to Back Wall <laughs> Firewall, a first-person tragicomic adventure set inside nice. a smartphone. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Uh, you are the update assistant. Solve wacky puzzles to counter the update and save the previous operating system from deletion. The fate of the system is in your hands. Um, this is a casual adventure game. The visuals look quite simple but nice. Uh, the best thing I'm going to say about this is there's a free demo on Steam. But uh, what do you guys think? As soon as I saw the word tragicomic, I thought, not for me. <laughs> Tragic. As soon as I saw the name, I thought, not for me. As soon as I saw the underscore, yeah, I, was, I was out, baby. <laughs> oh, nah. I think I think you're right, Eddie. It's it's very it's very simplistic in its uh, in its nature um, mm. with the way it looks. Um, doesn't look too bad, um, but yeah, I just think I'll give it a pass. Yeah, the uh, the devs and publishers haven't done anything good either, so that oh. leads me to believe that it's going to be shy. Um, next oh, one. That's a, that's a big sweeping statement to end that one. <laughs> Fine, move <laughs> you on. Know me. We'll move on to everyone's game of the year, Power Wash Simulator, coming out on January 30th for PlayStation. Boom. Can a release on a different console get game of the year for that? And the answer is yes, um, it will get game. Yeah, the- for, for for us, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, what did we? I'll allow it. What did we allow last time? <laughs> fucking two-year-old allow Banlord to be in. We allow Banlord in for the twenty-fifth time. We allow bloody Punk to have Live Alive, thirty years out of date or something. Oh dear, Kirk, mm. Kirk, Kirk got rid of uh, Banlord for fucking the worst. <laughs> Kirk, Kirk took the sword to that one. Fucking yep. Um, right, uh, yeah, let's move on from the game of the year to Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. This one for Pete, but Pete's not here. Coming out on Xboxes uh, January 31st. So, is that going to work? Well, it, well, they have done amazing things with um, putting strategy games on yeah. on console, haven't they? Yeah. Um, what other ones? They've got Stellaris, um, they've got um, Crusader Kings 3 on console as well. So, so yeah. they've done some really cool things on on the, and i know those are um turn based but this is real time but they've stranger things have happened so uh yeah, yeah si- no, since i've enough, played yeah. a few recently uh on xbox the strategy games you know when i said about wasteland 3 being really well optimized i'm now not writing anything off i used to obviously immediately go no that's ridiculous that it's on console but the way well, some of these games are optimized i think yeah. Well, the question here is: Is Age of Empires four is that coming out to console? Is that already on console? Hmm. Do we know? No idea. Don't know. No idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's either coming to or has already come to console, so hmm. it makes sense. Age of Empires two. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. Oh fuck me! Look at the name of this next one. I know it's quite something. Inculinati. Not bad. Is that it? Yeah. Inculinati. I think so. Inculinati. Inculinati. Yeah, I think. I think it's supposed to be ink because uh, it's like an ink-based game. So yes, Inculinati. Inculinati coming out on PC and Xbox is January thirty-first. Inculinati is an ink-based strategy straight from the medieval. 
ink-based strategy game. <laughs> Can't you say game? <laughs> Fuck's sake. No, they don't do that. Do Why they? the fuck <laughs> don't they do that? They were running out of work. They're running out of characters. Oh, Ben, you could have said running out of ink. Why didn't you oh. say that? Yeah, that's, 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 that's my bad. That's my bad. Oh, that would have been good. Right. It's an ink-based strategy game straight from medieval manuscripts uh, where a rabbit's bum can be deadlier than a dog's sword. Become a master what? of... No, you heard it right. <laughs> Become a master <laughs> of the living ink. Build your own bestiary. Um, I don't like the word bestiary because it's about beasts, so it should be called beastery, right? Yeah, thank you. I agree. Thank you. Sure. Pete is shouting in his grave right now. But uh, I agree. Right, defeat medieval superstars and collect perks to unleash hidden powers. Um, this has really good, uh, well, really similar pentiment visuals. Um, it's mm. the exact same kind of manuscript, kind of I don't know whatever you call that shit. Um, yep. Visuals. It's got turn-based battles um, similar to Darkest Dungeon. I think that's yes. the best one to compare it to. Um, you can choose the composition of your army, which is quite cool. Um, you can unlock more warriors to go in your army as the campaign goes on. So it's a bit of like building and strategy. Um, there, there's a few things that I don't like about it. There are very silly things like, you know, other characters farting on other people and stuff. But But otherwise, I think this looks like it could be quite a good game. I also think it looks like it could be a really mm. good game. Um, I love Darkest Dungeon. Yeah, um, people do. I really like those pentiment visuals, and they've carried on in the same style in terms of the... Not only is it the same, it's the same artistic kind of humour to it as well, like all like the expressions yes. and things like that. So yes. it looks it looks like it's got that. Um, and I'm all into my turn-based kind of tactics games at the moment. So, yeah, it looks really good. If that was coming to Game Pass, which I'm not sure whether it is, so... Mm. I don't know, but um, if that was coming to Game Pass, that would be really cool to try. I think they've they've uh, really done a good, uh, well, probably got lucky releasing it so soon after Pentiment and everyone saying how good Pentiment is. Don't you think? Like mm. it's it's almost yeah. perfect. So obviously they haven't planned that because they would have started perfect time uh, ago. It is coming to Game Pass, by the way. Oh, lovely! Yeah, I mean, what? Wow! What? A, what like? To come straight so soon after Pentiment and to go on uh, Game Pass, yeah, what a well done. Some Ooh, good. That also, is, before you move on, really before you move on, Eddie, uh, just going back to Age of Empires Four, it is not coming out till later this year. Okay, cool. On consoles, mm. very good. Okay. Yep. Very but coming to Game Pass. Coming to Game Pass. Okay, You know, I don't care what they say about you. You add a lot to this show. Yeah, I add fuck all, but okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right, come on. Um, next one, <laughs> season: A Letter to the Future, coming out on PC, PlayStation's January thirty first. Leave home for the first time to collect memories before a who's playing with a fucking dock while I'm trying to read. Stop me. <laughs> leave home for the first time to collect memories before a mysterious cataclysm washes everything away oh, I managed to say that without spitting all over my computer that's good um, ride, record, meet people and unravel the strange world around you immerse yourself in the world of season a third person atmospheric adventure bicycle round trip game um, we saw this in a showcase or, or something we did we did, we did. Yeah. do you not remember uh, 
I do remember. Mm. Uh, The hand-drawn art style um, is absolutely stunning. Like, I mean, it has to be because this game is very much uh, a story-based game and you don't really do much. You, like, take photos and stuff. It's only 6 to 12 hours of gameplay as well. Um, But, yeah, the visuals are absolutely fantastic. Apparently, the story is really good. Apparently, the music is really good. Um, So, yeah, it's one of these games that I won't touch with the barge bowl, but... A lot of people like your story-based games, and I think this game looks fucking gorgeous. It does look really nice, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. I thought we... When I looked at this earlier, I thought maybe it was... It triggered something in the memory, so it was in a showcase, was it? Um, yeah, it looks, looks quite good. It looks like something Pete would like. Don't know why. Yeah. Maybe. Similar to... What was that What was that game that he, that he loved uh, where you play as the um, young kid that uh, wants to... Uh, Become a rock star. Oh, uh, the Artful uh, Escape. The Artful Escape, that's oh, it. Kind yes. of reminds me of Artful Escape a bit. In its style. Yes, okay. okay. You're wrong, but yeah, no, I yeah, inc- Incorrect, incorrect. Yeah, yeah. shame. Cool. Um, I'll take the L. Yeah, well, you know, this is the kind of game, I know this is bad, but this could even be in the game of year discussion if it's actually really good, like with the story and wow, stuff. Wow, that, es- that escalated fucking quickly, yeah, didn't it? No, yeah, no. You heard it here first. Jesus. Remember this. Right, in six months' time. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Okay, what? I don't think you'll want people to remember that, but that's fine. That's also, fine. yeah, okay. <laughs> right, next one. Second... There's no point, Coat. There's no point. Second. <laughs> Just let that one hang. I think last last prediction I made like that was actually... Oh, wasn't it Stray as one of the Game of the Years? And it was in one of the Game of the Year discussions, but it's fine. Fuck you guys. Second Front, coming out on PC, <laughs> January 31st. Second Front is a tactical World War II turn-based strategy game craft and share your own scenarios and maps or use your strategic powers in 48 scenarios set in iconic locations command over 40 types of infantry and 216 tanks vehicles and guns an infinite tactical sandbox experience hmm. that's quite nice blurb actually who, who made this game um who made it let me scroll up um hex draw doesn't look good. Oh, oh! I think it's gone for oh. a start. Though I actually, I actually oh. think it's it looks quite good for what it's gone for. Kirk, you've really upset me. I was going to say this game looks really good. I don't care if I've upset you. You upset me all the time. So, oh, I <laughs> uh, don't. I, yeah, I, I mean, if you're into your turn-based strategy, which obviously you are, your strategy. You call me a nerd. <laughs> I thought, I I, I come on, Kirk. Come on, Kirk. I was trying, you to, trying to think. It. You've, got, you've got the mic there, Kirk. I <laughs> didn't want to be too like, offensive. Give him something. The biggest like amount of people play strategy is fine, Kirk. You, you, you do, PC you buddy. Fuck. You PC I thought you were really going to come in with something, Kirk, but you just. <laughs> I bottled it. Oh, I bottled it. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, as Kirk said, it's a turn-based strategy game. It's got like a hex map that you do. Um, it's got a cartoony art style, which is a real shame because everything else about this looks quite good. Um, I will also add that, that it looks like there's actually quite a depth to the game. For example, like the tanks have something like six different types of armors around them, like um, weak spots and target areas and stuff like this. So. It's one of those strategy games that could actually be really deep if you really took it seriously. So I think, uh, yeah, I think this will be okay. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that into my World War Two games. No, no, neither am I. That's ben. something that. Yeah. Not really. That doesn't really interest it, me in so fact, much. I don't like it. In fact, Battlefield games. The by far my most popular was the only one not set in one of these World War Two scenarios or the future yeah, or anything. Yeah. Um, it's just the one in modern time. I, I, I don't know. I find it more difficult to immerse myself in it. So, I quite, I quite like modern uh, warfare games, but <clears throat> something about like the World Wars, which. I don't know. I just don't like games based on that. I don't yeah. know whether it's because the actual event is it's too tragic a thing to. I don't know. I just Oof. I'm not really that into it. I'm with you. I'm with you there, Ben. I I actually I know I kind of know what you mean. Um, yeah. It's it's like Call of Duty. Uh, I would. I'm not interested in any set like in you know the past real stuff. Yeah. Or like yeah. real real yeah. wars that have happened. I don't yeah. really like keep it that out. Let's, let's just keep it you know fictional. Um and yeah yeah hmm. anyway that's just our personal preference that the game looks fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah Jesus we got deep there we're just talking about a cartoony game I mean what do you want um yeah. right let's move on to a very serious game then SpongeBob SquarePants the Cosmic Shake coming out on PC PlayStation's Xboxes and Switch the only game here that's got the old quadruple um. January 31st, uh, Wish Granting Mermaids Tears. I hate that I have to read fucking burbs to games like this. Uh, Wish Granting Mermaids <laughs> Tears in the hands of SpongeBob and Patrick. What could go wrong? Sure, the very fabric holding the universe together could come undone, opening portals into wild wish worlds. But that's nothing, but that's nothing our favourite sponge can't handle with the right cosmic costume. Why does he got to have a costume? Why does he got to have a costume? Because then you have to pay for uh, cosmetics. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we don't know if that's in the game. Though. We don't. Yeah, that, but, that's, that could be no, fake but, news. So. But I bet there that's is. Pure, that's pure <laughs> fake news. Um, yeah, it's a 3D platformer. Um, it looks just fucking stupid. Uh, it's, it looks great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Come on, Ben. Pick, pick it up. Go on. It, 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 for, you know, SpongeBob SquarePants. They had the remaster. Was it Bikini Bottom? They had That's like the one, a I think, year yeah. or two ago, and I think people were quite excited for that to be remastered. Um, then I don't think that lived up to any kind of hype. This one is obviously new SpongeBob game. People quite like these games. I mean, I'm not into them because I don't really like platformers, but I, I watched uh, gameplay of it and I thought, yeah, it looks quite, looks quite good what it is hmm. it's a spongebob brand isn't it there's a bit of a cult following behind it yeah there definitely is and it, and they put and they are they are um uh do look like a good bit of quality like graphically looks very good looks very polished um it's thq nordic we all know they don't miss fucking um, shut up i had that lined up ben yeah i'm, I'm sad you, okay. you jumped in also <laughs> they're, jump they're in developed by purple lamp who did uh well who did it collab to make guild 3 which the guild series i'm a big fan of but so they don't miss uh they do miss i think they made like six <laughs> other games which were terrible yeah um, <laughs> okay yeah i mean they sometimes miss i mean th nordic thq nordic as well uh, i think they that's miss. a spicy meatball mm. Very good, Kirk. Now you're getting, you're getting in there. Good. <laughs> He's getting in there. Yeah, I like that. Right, take us home with the last one, Eddie. Um, we were here forever. Coming out on PlayStation. It feels like it. Xboxes, <laughs> January 31st. Very good. You both awake and imprisoned inside the sinister Castle Rock, 
Were you betrayed or simply not that clever? Find out in the newest co-op puzzle adventure adventure game. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna type that in. <laughs> game. Uh, in the We Were Here series, do you and your partner have what it takes to face the dark forces of this realm, or will you be trapped forever? Uh, this came out on PC in May last year. To be fair, it is very positive. Uh, it's a two-player co-op game where the puzzles you encounter take two to solve. So they are banging on that drum of two people to do it. Um, it's cartoony, but yet dark and dreary. Um, I mean, I would normally shit on games like this, but It Takes Two was actually quite good. Uh, and yeah. me and my partner actually quite enjoyed playing it. So, uh, <laughs> Sounds so disappointing. I am disappointed because I want to be able to say all these games are shite, but I can't. No, but these these games, like uh, two player co op games, are few and far between. Really. They are. And if you like games yeah. like A Way Out, um, and you know, this looks quite good. I thought I think this one looks quite you know quite cool. This is a game that I uh, I could play with my roommate because we're looking Absolutely. for a uh, we're looking for <laughs> a game. Absolutely. Uh, this has you and your roommate up. written all over. Exactly, it. we enjoyed it. Takes two, and if it's got if it's got that kind of vibe where we, where we've got to help each other to solve the puzzles, yeah, let's go. I think it looks more interesting than Take Two. I mean, I mean, maybe not the actual gameplay because that obviously is the main thing of It Takes Two, but yes. the actual like the world and what they've put together here looks pretty cool. Oh um, well, I yeah, I I think this would actually appeal to me more because it's more. This looks more serious. While It Takes Two was very like. Mm. Not silly, wasn't it? Really. Well, it's trying to tell this, and we've been over it, but it's trying to tell this like story and and this almost this message, and I, I couldn't actually get behind the message it was actually giving. But it all just worked together, and nah. I, mm. Mm. Anyway, yeah, you weren't happy <laughs> that it like encouraged. Yeah, I was to get back together, weren't you? Well, no, I. Yeah, I wasn't. Like kids are playing. I don't know what the. Ho- I didn't play it through to completion, so I don't know where the where the story actually goes in the end. But from what I saw of it, I, it wouldn't be something that I would recommend for a child to be playing. I don't know. Right. Anyway. Okay. Um, I'm probably crying. Your probably parents wrong. to come back together. Yeah. Great. Great storytelling. Yeah. yeah I, I really hope this is on Game Pass because if it is, I think me and my 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 roommate will definitely give it a go. <laughs> Very good. Very yeah. good. Uh, I've just had a look, and I don't think it is. At least not for now. Oh. So. Well, not for now, but maybe in the future. Um, maybe. Well, we did we did get the Inculinati, so we got that this week on Game Pass, and that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, probably. You know what? I might actually play that. Um, yeah. My choice, though, is actually going to be the Dead Space remake. Um, I loved the Dead Space games, uh, and probably play it at some point. Fair enough. Yeah. What a what, when it comes to Game Pass. Uh, what, what what huge words? I'll probably play it. At well, some <laughs> I, I, there there wasn't any like games that really jumped out at me. Obviously, um, the Pioneers looks right up my street, but that came out last week, so I can't exactly say that's my big. Yeah, fair um, enough. It's a bit. It's a big week of releases. Yes. Um, yeah. But uh, there, there's probably something there for somebody. Yeah. Uh, we are getting to that time now where over the next couple of months, it's you're gonna have to really pick and choose what you buy if you're gonna be yeah. buying video games so yeah there's gonna be a lot coming out yeah, so. doosh, 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 doosh. game after game good, right oh, yeah good, go. good couple of weeks to uh good couple of weeks That's so well. yeah right uh let's move on to what we've been playing now we haven't ordered this so uh 
Kirk, do you want to go first? Yeah, because, sure. Uh, I'll go you first. haven't got too much on the dock. I do not. Uh, that's because I haven't really had much of a chance to play anything this week. I've been too busy, but busy at least boy. I'm on the fucking podcast, unlike that Pete Prick. So. <laughs> Um, Pete Prick. Yeah, what Pete Prick? That Pete Prick. Mm. Um, Pete the little prick. Uh, but um, on that, we uh, we obviously we did play some games on uh, Friday of Warzone, didn't we, boys? Oh, we did. Uh, we did. We did. Yeah. And we got a fucking win on the first game. Yeah, we, did. <laughs> we did get a win. It's been a while since we got a win as well. Actually, it's been it, at least it has a month, been. It has been. It's been. It's been yeah, a minute. Yeah, yeah. but we, it I, has been a minute. We were, I, I mean, I don't know what it was, but Friday night, it did feel, although we didn't come, well, we, we came like first on the first game, we, we got second place and a fourth place, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And then obviously there were some other games where we kind of like, you know, dog shit endings, but I thought all of us played pretty well, like getting oh, regular kills, team kills of 10 plus. Yeah, the, the kills and were looking good. You got a six at one point. I think I finished I the night with a nine, didn't I? Oh, you did, Eddie. You, did. you finished off with a nine. That was yeah, it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for, uh, honestly... Like, if you haven't played Warzone before, and if you've got friends to go and play them with, go and, go and do it. It's such a it laugh, is, isn't it? Honestly, I tried to play this week uh, solos, because I was like, well, you know what? I, I love Warzone. I say it every time we play, I'm like, I fucking love this game. I love playing it, because I'm playing with my mates, probably. But then I played it solos, and so much doesn't happen yeah. until it does happen. And then if you're on the wrong end of that, it's shit. <laughs> yeah. At least when you're with your mates, even if nothing happens, you've got your mates with you and sometimes yeah, you can fun. you can drop down after you've come back from the gulag and fuck yourself Abs- up like Jack did yeah. that time. Like, oh guys, yeah. can you come rev me? It's like, oh you <laughs> fucking idiot. So there's all there's yeah, all that good. kind of banter you can have Jack in, has in between, one isn't tactic it? And one tactic alone, and that's based on the fact that it does not say how many times you die on the end of game kills count. That's what he does. <laughs> if he leaps into a building, he'll get one kill and he'll be like, yes, that'll do. The boys will get me back. I've got points on the board. Points yes. on the board. <laughs> well, to be fair, Kurt, you were pretty toxic that one game where you actually outkilled people. So, I had to. Yes. And, I had and to. you got the least amount of damage. <laughs> That's because I was I was picking them off as you as you guys took yeah, all the armor me off for me. Yeah, takes all the damage and then you. <laughs> for, our, for our listeners. <laughs> For our listeners, Kirk got particularly toxic, and, and when when he was looking at the kills, Eddie said, "Oh, we've got such and such kills across the team." Oh. And Kirk said, "I've got over fifty percent of all those kills, <laughs> <laughs> something like that." And then we looked at the stats at the end of the game, and he had the least damage of everyone. I had about ten percent of the overall damage. <laughs> just just picking off everyone else's kills. It doesn't matter. It's all good. It's all good fun. Um, we uh, yeah, loving that game. Oh, um, we'll be playing more gotta, of that. Gonna be playing some after this, aren't we? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But um, shall I go next? Because I was just finishing off um, a game that I've talked about a couple of times. But yes. final, right, final cool. um, thoughts. So Marvel Midnight Suns. I, I actually finished it. Nice. Um, long, you long old the game. Shit out of that, haven't you? Yeah, I, I, I hammered it towards the end because it was like the only thing I actually wanted to play. You know. Yeah. Um, it took forty-five hours. A lot of people have taken longer. Uh, somebody on Twitter said they played up to like seventy-five hours. I think so. You know, you can you can play a lot longer. Um, it's it's hands down the best Marvel game that I've I've ever played. That includes Superman, uh, Spider-Man. Sorry, that includes Spider-Man. Um, it's it's a really really good game. I've only got a passing interest in Marvel and tactics games, um, and obviously this is a tactics game. It's a it's a turn based. Uh, tactics, XCOM, uh, XCOM yeah. deck building game. So um, uh, <laughs> all of those things together. Um, but it's the best Marvel game. It's the best tactics games that I've played. Um, the combat 
perfectly captures every hero every hero that you get you add more heroes to your uh kind of the arsenal as they come in so like spider-man and and captain america people like that they all join and who did you end the with sets my main team yeah um my main team uh was my character um and then it did vary a bit, but it was usually Captain America and Nico, who I didn't know before this. She's part of the Midnight Suns. Okay. Um, so I didn't really know that character, but no. they were they were my mains. But but other people like John, friend of the podcast, he he's got a completely different kind of main team that he would bring to the table. But the the way that it pulls all of this stuff together, all of the characters into the last mission now no spoilers here weren't talking about what happens but the way that it pulls it together i was thinking leading up to that like how are they going to do this like because it's the same thing throughout the whole game which i'm loving but how are they going to do it and then that last mission they pull it all together brilliantly they really really do um and the game as a whole has this incredible way of of creating all these situations where you you're constantly clutching victory from the jaws of defeat you really are like even during that final boss battle i got to a point where i was so overwhelmed right because the enemy was always doing the thing that i didn't want them to do whether that's by <laughs> chance or design like it was always doing the thing i didn't want them to do i was like fucking hell and it just got so overwhelming but then i had one item and i without that i would have just I would have had to restart or whatever, but and you clutch it and you're like, "Fuck this!" The way that it creates that, and so you really get that kind of like adrenaline boost kind of thing because you do, and it's also that superhero thing. Like it fits the superhero vibe so well. If you're when it because the films of it, it's always like they're down and out and they come back, and it has that to it. And whether that is by luck or design, it's probably a bit of both. But they're trying to do it. Obviously, yeah, it captures it. Yeah, brilliantly. Like it, it just really, really does. Um, so and out of the out of combat, the what you can do around the abbey, which is your like hub world, is very good. The deck building is brilliant. I really, really enjoyed it. Like, uh, I, I was, I'm all about that. I love a deck builder, but it really makes you invest in in creating even the characters that you're not playing with uh, much or you don't like because you are on occasion forced to play with them and you do level them up in the background you level up their cards and you're always thinking about the what if kind of thing and 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 kind of bringing their decks up as well because uh, each character has an individual deck so did you have uh were there any times in the game where you would um so obviously you got like your your, your favorites that you that you kind of use and i know yes. uh, they need to like recharge and stuff don't they is that right they do they get yeah. in, they get injured so they can get injured yeah um, so but yes. then did where, with these ones that you were kind of like building up in the background that weren't like part of your main squad, were there any times that say if you fa- did, wait, did you fail and then have to like kind of bring in somebody else that that would help better in that yes. situation? So I, I had to back out of one or two missions because I just couldn't do like I was finding I was being in impossible situations, and then it basically forced me at one point because I don't think I was really utilizing the leveling up and the modding of cards and cards and everything right and it kind of almost forced me to go through a a uh, a period of just 
trying to level everything up, bring up all the decks because it's just it was just that skill check moment, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you can you can do as many missions as you, there are story missions, and you have to do a handful of side missions as an absolutes, or you can do loads of side missions. Now, by doing loads of side missions, you get more currency of various things to then level up cards and whatever, and you can level up characters, and it's just you can you can spend a lot more time doing more battles and and you do do that you spend whole game sessions where you'll just be doing side missions you'll spend hours just doing side missions just to get loads of the currency to level up the cards and all this kind of stuff so mm-hmm. it's it's got a compelling gameplay loop to it um and the out of combat stuff is good and actually the story held me all the way through like i really like the story you'll you'll see reviews and it'll be like oh the story's serviceable and stuff i thoroughly enjoyed it like really really did fair enough um and it made me want to continue um there are quite a few bugs in this game i would say that um they're all small nothing game breaking but it was almost like really quite forgivable and i was thinking when when the bugs would come up like a character would just be like in midair or we <laughs> he'd you'd go to battle and it's got like this cutscene where the team of three that you're taking to battle it's got this cool music and they're walking towards it like all cool like superheroes and one of them would just be in their underwear <laughs> okay and you'd be like what, <laughs> what? Uh, uh, hello is that normal <laughs> yeah. and you're just like, well, none of it's game breaking it's just like but it's almost like all the bugs I was seeing I was like how would you replicate this for like mm. QA or something how how do you how do you get them to replicate this and test it like that's impossible um, but the uh, yeah I just thought the scope and scale of this game with the systems and everything they've got involved. Like, I don't think I did even half of the stuff around the Abbey that you could have done. Like, there's loads of stuff, and there's DLC coming. The only problem I have with that is that DLC itself, which is like four new characters and story missions, I assume, and things like that, I think it's about the price of the game. I think it's like 35 quid. Ooh. Oh, okay. I think it's crazy. Like, they're bringing Deadpool in and people like that, but... Oh, wow, that's cool. I can't, I can't, I can't justify that. I, if it was like £7... <laughs> I'd be interested yeah, to see. I'd be interested to see what Deadpool's like as a character as well. I, like, I would hope they, that he would break the fourth wall as well. well cap- yes, I think he. I think he does. I think. I think that is, and it it would make sense. He would. I mean, they capture him so brilliantly. Mm. Um, I'm just this this whole this game. It came out towards the end of the year. I don't think reviewers would have had long enough with it to include it in Game of the Year. No. Um, it's a long game, so I just don't think they would have had time. And I think for that reason, it largely got left behind because it's not in the Game of the Year discussion, but it came out last year and then people move on and there are new games coming out in January and yeah. February, etc. So it's just a shame because I, I do honestly think this is um, it's an absolute gem and it's already coming down in price. Uh, so, yeah, if you've got any passing in- interest in Marvel, in tactics games, if you like Mario plus Rabbids, if you like XCOM, any of those types of games, then... This is absolutely one to try because um, it's. Ben, real, I really didn't good. know. Uh, I didn't know you could be. Did you say you've got your main character? I thought it was just you've got your. You've got your main. No, so uh, you are a character. Oh, that's so. That cool. you're taken from the start. That you customize and you build up their deck. You've got a completely different deck to everyone else. Oh. You are the most powerful of them, um, and you on side missions you can choose not to bring your character and yeah. you can do it with the three other ones so avengers or midnight sun characters or whatever but all story missions you've got to use you as and two others um but i pretty much use my character in every battle and i yeah, bring two along do, with yeah. me so your character is so overpowered you you are you're the one like if you don't have you you're like oh fuck yes do you do so. does your character talk as well 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Yeah, it's nice. all fully voice acted. It's all fully voice acted. It's really good. The interactions, it's got all the interactions of all the other heroes around. You're building up friendships. It's got friendship meters and all this kind of stuff because that <laughs> makes things more powerful. It's it is in, it's really complex. It's really quite deep. It's uh, more than I ever expected it to be. <laughs> Fair enough. Fantastic um, bloody game. Ben, and, one yeah. very small question as well. Um, do, do they die? You said they get, they injure I assume they don't. So they don't die. die. There's no permadeath. Yeah. No permadeath. Um, they they get injured. So depending on what's happened in the back, it's not just like random. It's if you've been if that character's been smashed in the yeah. battle, then they, they can recover. They can take it, and that could be for one, two, or three oh, like uh, missions. And so therefore, it forces you to do side missions mm-hmm. if you want to bring one of those characters into the story mission. So you've got to do some side missions to get some days passing. So that your characters heal. I um, I love but, things like that because it. But then you can upgrade the abbey to make it so that injuries heal quicker. So, yeah. I like I like when you have to swap people in and out to like level them up and stuff. Like I don't know why it's yes. something about. Like I I I think one of the very first games that did it in a weird way was uh one of your games, Metal Gear Solid, uh the Phantom Pain. Do you remember you could just randomly be other people after a, after a couple chapters? You could actually be people from your rig and actually play them in the game and I fucking loved that. I jeez, I don't remember. Mm. God, it's been a mi- it's been a minute since I played that. Um, what a game that was. But uh, yeah, I just I just love that. It's it's weird, but I like I like building up I, background mi- people. Mixing to, them up. Uh, yeah. yeah so. What what they do in this is they they force some of the story missions to be well, every mission is like forcing you to be with a character. Yeah. Um, whether it's a side mission or, or story mission so uh, and you could just avoid the ones you don't want to unless it's a story mission but um, in order to improve someone's deck you've got to do a mission with them because then afterwards you can uh, randomly reveal a card to put in their deck okay. so um, so that's how you upgrade those people and then you can craft cards and mod cards and all this kind of stuff so very complex but yeah really really good uh, recommend to anybody who's got a passing interest yeah, very cool. Uh, nice. So, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Move on to your one, Eddie. All right. Yeah. Cool. Because you've got another one, haven't you? And then yeah, and you tell us about one, so, Last yeah. of Us episode two as well. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I did well, look. That. I did look into how to get it, but it's it's not easy. You have to like buy a subscription. and Shit. Yeah. yeah. I'll just tell you about you it. You just just tell me about it each week. <laughs> yeah, because that's, that's the same thing. That would be good. That's the same thing. It's the same thing. Through Ben's explanation. Yeah. You know what? I was looking. I was seeing all the news stories, like um, you know, Pasquale, whatever his name is, has never been in a, a ser- series below ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's the best game adaptation of all time. And and I was thinking, well, it's fine. Ben will tell me about it on on the pod, so it's fine. It's fine. So I'm looking forward to yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm, I'm you guy. <laughs> I. I- I, sorry, just can I just say I don't understand what is your problem with getting Now TV. It costs like a tenner a month. That's and then you a can lot. It whenever. That's a lot for a subscription, isn't it? I mean, you if you're think? watching some ninety plus TV rating, yeah, it, d- it depends what else is on there. But I think we're digressing. I already that. have Amazon and Netflix. So, wow. tell us about your game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and this this will actually uh, kind of. Lead nicely on, actually. You'll find out why I don't have another yeah. subscription. This game is called Infectinator Survivors. Yeah. 
that famous game. Good. I was going to play um, that game that I paid £10 sterling for. Um, this is my land. But, and this is a bit weird. Do you guys get this? Uh, so I've been playing so much of Tarkov that when I've gone like, right, take a break from Tarkov, play another game, I haven't wanted to play another first person or third person game. Because I'm like yep. I'm third, so so I've 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 kind of gone into my back catalogue and I've looked, and I'm like oh, nothing really jumps out at me. And then they add uh, last week they had well, for the past couple of weeks they've had a Chinese New Year sale. I think it is. I think right. I think that's what All it right. is. Yeah. I don't know if I've offended a lot of people there. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. But loads of things were on sale, and I found this little gem. Um, by Togue Productions. <laughs> really, really <laughs> niche. Uh, it came out in 2016, so it's a little bit old, but it cost me 69p. Um, oh, that's right up oh, your great. street. <laughs> okay. It's 90% off. Um, <laughs> right. That's <laughs> not bad. I have, just for Pete, which is, I'm sure Pete isn't here, I've added, it's 512 megabytes. So. It's a okay. Pete-sized game, I think. Mm. Um, it's a... I mean, I mean, where do I start? It's like a zombie... It's a zombie strategy game um, with survival elements, I guess you've got to say. The uh, visuals are very um, 1990s, you know, that kind of arcade look. Um, it's got roguelike elements. Uh, if you, you get like tickets when you're in your campaign, that you can start a new campaign and get better things to make it easier on your next one. There's also unlockable teams that you can get to start your campaign, but again, you have to do well in your initial campaign. Blah blah blah. There's a campaign in survivor mode. The survivor mode's pretty cool. It's it's basically like a tower defense game where you have your team and you and you see how long you can go. But this game obviously is all about the campaign, so. Um, you kind of have your team and you have a home base and during the base during the daytime you like grow food you cook food or you could research things or you could build weapons all in your little home base and then at night time it's all about going on missions to find and scavenge things um why night time though Weird, it, it, it says and this is so weird because every I'm pretty sure every other zombie uh, movie, TV show, or game all says the opposite. They say that zombies are less hostile at night time. Okay. Less hostile. Less hostile, Ben. I don't, I don't think there's... Uh, I don't think they have they preference. Get sleepy. I think they... they get sleepy. <laughs> they get sleepy. Oh, right, they get sleepy. Zombies yeah. get sleepy. Yeah. Do, do you okay. not know this? It's no, quite good knowledge. That's, that checks out. That checks out. <laughs> there you go. Um, not yeah, aware. These, <laughs> these missions, uh, you kind of go to the world map and you can kind of click on where to go and stuff. Um, which is pretty cool, to be honest with you, uh, for a 69p game. Um, and each uh, mission, you kind of go and explore and you search things. And obviously, you can just get like ammo, coins, or new weapons, or whatever it is. Um, but it's a lot of the time you get like ambushed and stuff, and you have missions where you have to kind of protect one side of the uh, one side of the screen, and. And then you kind of it, it's kind of, it kind of turns into a tower defense game where you put people in certain places like the melee weapons obviously at the front, maybe someone with a shotgun further forward, maybe hold certain choke points. So it does become quite strategic about what you do. Um, it's quite a simple game. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, for 500 megabytes, what do you expect? Um, but there are a few. Not little- gonna- 
Yeah. I was just going to say, I was just looking at some uh, some imagery of it. Um, so um, mm. it doesn't look too... Considering its age, it doesn't look... I mean, look it's a, a cartoon. Look, it's a cartoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get that. It's like <laughs> it, it looks better than some of the fucking games that come out that Eddie talks about on the new releases. Yes, it's the same. Yeah, it looks like yeah. a game that you would talk about in the new releases. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. I would say that's fair. Um, I didn't expect it from what you've been saying. I didn't expect it to look so cartoony. Yes, yeah, I know, I know that. That's, I guess, because it's such a low budget uh, developer and it's such a low budget game. I think what they've done with their vision and they've gone down this route. I think it's the only route they could have taken to go down the old '90s look. To to get all of this stuff in, yes, and all to of get the, the mechanics, mechanics, you and, have to have it quite simple. And equipping your people yeah. and putting armor on and finding weapons and all these the good mechanics involved. I, I feel like they couldn't have gone one step further and had really good graphics because then it's you've definitely yeah you've got a running theme with your games at the moment because it's like to, I know this isn't Tarkov but it's got similar themes to Tarkov in terms of the looting and the equipping stuff it's just a different perspective and it's just I think that is on purpose Ben if I'm being honest (laughs) because I'm loving Tarkov so much that it's one of those this game out of the hundreds that were on sale leapt out at me so Mm, I I don't think that's I don't think that's by accident at all I think uh, subconsciously I found it and also consciously I went Oh, that would be good. Because what I didn't want to do, Ben, if I found like a good medieval game, I didn't want to get really into that, and therefore that would drag me away from Tarkov. Because I'm loving mm, yep. my Tarkov. I'm, I've never enjoyed a, uh, a game this much in a very, very long time. So I didn't want to get too put off by it. And I thought, this is the kind of price that I wouldn't mind having it as my little side game. But I'll, I'll tell you what, I'm really enjoying it. There's a couple really bad things. like You can't zoom out. And you can't kind of move the map about without moving the people over there. But again, it's kind of a very cheap game. So you kind of look at the way... The music is is horrendous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the fact that this is £7 full price is, is quite something. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what was you know what's quite interesting is when I got this, it was mixed on reviews and mixed on, on recent reviews. But now, when I've gone on to it uh, yesterday to write my blurb for this podcast it's shot up to mostly positive on recent reviews i can tell i can tell you why that is eddie it's because only two other people in the world have played it and you have now written a review and so you've skewed the review scores <laughs> oh if i write a review when it jump up to extra yeah, yeah. overwhelmingly positive <laughs> absolutely eddie i can tell you that now. Yeah, uh, but yeah look, look yeah. most of the all-time reviews are a lot of them saying bugs but i can promise you after six years of it being out there's no bugs that i've experienced um yeah it, it it's it's a really fun casual game so i i honestly would recommend it cool okay. cool excellent um well i'm not gonna talk i'm just gonna say i because of the the other marvel game that i've been playing i've been started playing marvel snap on the phone so uh if i continue playing that next week i might mention it but uh Fair yeah, it seems, are you it seems now right. a full marvel boy because kirk's gone off marvel so now you've jumped yeah. on the Somebody, somebody's got to pick somebody's got to pick it up for the podcast <laughs> yeah they? so uh so yeah now now i'm all in um but yeah as you said i did watch the last of us episode two i'm not gonna obviously won't go over it in detail but it was um it was really good yeah i i thought it was um I thought it was better than the first episode. And at the end, I was really disappointed that it was over. But yeah, I thought the second episode was absolutely brilliant. Really, really pleased with how it's kind of progressing. I think Ellie, the um, uh, 
Uh, Bella Ramsey playing Ellie is really, really good as well. I think it fits wonderfully. So, nice. yeah, Kat, I, I just wish it was all out so I could binge it. It, it seems very bingeable to me. Like, do you not? I, do you, okay, um, but so on that, as I've heard various people say similar things lately, whenever a, whenever a show comes out on a weekly uh, schedule, everyone's like, oh, well, oh, I wish it was all like bingeable. Like, but don't you think it's a bit nicer having to wait the week so you can actually process what's Ooh. happened? Let me oh. and think about it. Let me chime in here I... with a very uh, opinionated uh, opinion. When I watched Game of Thrones, I was late to the pie with Game of Thrones. I remember watching a couple episodes uh, when uh, lived together with with Pete and a couple other people, Jack, um, and I wasn't into it. Uh, then a few years later, I heard about how good it was. I gave it another chance. I loved it. I binged the shit out of it, and I was mm-hmm. obsessed. Then. And granted, it was the second to last season, so everyone says that's when it goes downhill. Then I, I, I caught up, and I was watching one episode every week. And I did not like it. And I think it's because all of my expectations are on that one episode. My whole week is going, I can't wait for that. I hope this happens. I hope that happens. While when you're binging it, there's no expectation because the next episode comes straight fucking after. I think that's a really good point. But the um, thing that you have explained there, you've got to remember there are a bunch of people that started it from the beginning and watched each episode week by week up until it finished, whereas some people like yourself who jumped yeah. in halfway through, binged it, and then you've set yourself those expectations and then you've got to deal with the the aftermath of doing a week by week, whereas if everybody's in the same boat, like with The Last of Us, mm. we're all having to wait a week by week to, to see it, aren't we? Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, personally, I think you get... Well, for me, I get a bit more enjoyment out of a show. If it's really good, wait a week because you get to actually fester on it a bit and talk to other people about it. The amount of times I've spoken to someone about a show and gone, oh, do you remember that bit? Oh, but I don't remember what episode that was because obviously you've just fucking yeah, binged watched 10 hours of it. it. What episode yeah. What episode were you talking about? <laughs> so I, I, I'm just a product of our fast food culture, so um, I want it now. <laughs> no, but I'm a product that's... of our fast food culture. Yeah, you are. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Tubby, because we... Okay, yeah. Let's move it on to the feature, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> Res- right. Is this something to do with resolutions by any chance? Yes. <laughs> there we go. go. Uh, right, yeah. These are our gaming resolutions. As I said at the start of the show, um, I stole this from the Offshore Gamescast because I heard they did it and I was like, well, that's an easy feature. Um, so, so go listen to their show. It's really good. Um, but uh, yeah, let's let's run through because I'm sure as we start a new year and we have a few weeks without big releases coming out and it yep. makes you question like what are you buying when are you pl- when are you next buying the big games and uh it makes you consider how you're going to play your games going forward and a lot of us have backlogs from last year which i really want to get midnight suns out of the way because you know it was on the end of the year that we had yep. it there I, just, I don't like carrying many games forward with me but um Let's just uh, go around and suggest a few things that we want to do more this year. So, Eddie, have you got one to kick us off with? What What are you going to do more this year? Um, I would say I want to play more games, but if my missus finds out I said that, she'll fucking kill me. So um, <laughs> I'm going to say play games on my backbone. And God, I never thought I'd say that a year ago. To the backbone, my handheld device. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I've learnt that all these games are actually fucking optimised for it. 
Uh, and also it's, uh, and this is soppy, it's giving me more time with my partner, which obviously makes her a bit happy. But oh, obviously I'm time. still playing games at the same time. Um, so yeah, it, it's a weird one. I, I think I want to give myself this because it means my relationship won't take a hit by how much fucking gaming I do. Um, but at the same time, it'll open my... So, for example, on the Backbone this week, I've I've played... There, there's Kirk, you'll be happy to hear. There's actually like a Rocket League mobile game. Um, oh. I've played that. Oh, off- do, are you uh, you want about Sideswipe? Yeah, that's it. Is that the Sideswipe? Yeah, side yeah. I played, yeah, I played that. Yeah, I played that. That's it. Um, I've uh, I've already got ranked up to gold so far, Kirk. I've only played it for a little <laughs> bit. Um, I've played Wasteland Three, and I've even played. Um, Matali John gave some record. Was it him that gave us some recommendations about racing games? Yeah. Yes, he and, did. And yeah. I'm playing. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'd be glad to hear. Yeah, that. I'm playing the Drift something one. Um, Drift. Yeah, so it's one of those, I'm playing all these games, I'm loving it, it's good for my outside of gaming life, so I think that's a, an emotional one to start with. Eddie, Eddie, I, I will um, say that your recommendation of the Backbone last week mm. got my girlfriend Abby to buy one. Oh, wow, that's delightful. Yeah, I think, I think she got one on eBay for a little bit cheaper, but uh, nice. yeah, I think I think that's arrived today, so... I'll speak to her later. And Just don't get the backbone to it out. spend, for fuck's sake. That thing is the biggest waste of money I've ever seen in my life. Is it? I don't, I don't know. What, I don't know what that is, but I will be checking hers out. Though. It's the subscription I... service, yeah. Ben, that comes with it. They give ah, you a little right. trial. Oh, yes, you mentioned it. Yes, do I need to buy a backbone now? So yeah, she Let's mention. all buy a backbone. <laughs> well, she she just said she got FOMO. She was like, ah, oh, Eddie was talking about it. <laughs> no, got to. Eddie buy. knows what he's talking Eddie. about. It's on a podcast. Must be, uh, yeah. you know... He knows solid info. Eddie knows more. Yeah, than exactly. Yeah, I, 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 I. She had a Steam Deck on order because uh, I don't know. I, I think I was talking about, it and then but she cancelled it. But she didn't cancel that backbone. She went for that. Eddie. Yeah, because it's one fifth the price. Man. I mean, <laughs> what do you want? I mean, yeah, she right. made the she um, made the right choice. Yeah, too. Right yeah, yeah. No, she she might have done. I mean, yeah. I think I get a lot of use out of my Steam Deck, but I don't think it's for everyone. Yeah. Um, Kirk. Yes. What have you got? Uh, well, I don't know if you've heard, but I have a PlayStation Five now. Brilliant. Um, no, shut the fuck Brilliant. up. I just, yep, yeah, just needed to say that. Just need to say. We're up to uh, fifteen hundred, so. Kirk. So, <laughs> okay. Um, so, one of my main things this year is to actually utilize that console and play the exclusives that I have either missed or will be coming out. Uh, so, obviously, we've got uh, Horizon, um, the uh, Forbidden West, to play. Um, I've oh, still yeah. got. I really cannot wait to get through part one of Last of Us so I can play part two because I'm absolutely. I'm, I get really pissed off whenever I'm scrolling through TikTok and something Last of Us two pops up and you know you can you can just make out something like even if it's just for a split second when you go onto a video you can just make something out can you and I'm like nope fuck yeah, off. yeah. but oh, there I just don't want to see anything um until I That's until I played it that is a fucking game it man, is please. well done it is a game please well done, play man. it I I want I want you to. <laughs> I want to hear what you've got to say about it. I'm unless sure you, you say do. that you don't like it, and then I will tell you to be quiet. Yeah, no, I, I get <laughs> that. Oh, also, um, and so it's shit. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Fuck's sake. Um, and then, um, yeah, obviously, just uh, the other games that will be coming out: Spider-Man Two, Wolverine, all that kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, I just want to. Uh, this year, I've said I'm taking a step back from the frame of game business a bit, so that I can actually find more time for myself to, you know. Yeah. Be able to play more games and whatnot. So that's yeah, that's exactly. a that's a start right there. Awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um 
I um, I need to play The Witcher 3. I need to actually oh, play it. Yes. yes. Do it, then. Wow. I? Yes, you fucking do. <laughs> no, no, but this does not do count it. if you start it and then stop after a couple hours. That does not count. <laughs> no, no, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to play, I, yeah, I've got to complete it. How long's wow. the uh, in, oh, how long's shit. the intro uh, the intro section? Ben loves that Too first mission. Long. I've done it two yeah. times. The bloody Baron is it? Oh my god! The you really like that? How many mission. times have I? I think I, I've probably done it four times. <laughs> <laughs> so boring, oh, man. I love, I love that. The start of The Witcher is so boring because I've done it four times. <laughs> <laughs> and the world's yeah, not that good in the beginning, it? is it? Like, no, it's no. not. No, it's not, Eddie. I tell you what, it's not, and that's why it didn't. <laughs> Hold me. But um yeah, next gen update, gotta do it. Got the game on every single console and everything. So have to have to do have it. To. Have to do it. So that's that's my main I, one. Eddie, give us another one. I think I'll actually one. play that as well, Ben. I'm just waiting for a bit do of a you? lull okay. in, in what I'm well, interested in. I was I was thinking, Eddie, um you know I mentioned ages ago us doing like um playing a game and doing a bit of a bonus episode like a spoiler cast one where we just talk about the game oh, okay, in yeah. detail spoilers and all and that could be one so it makes me have to play it you get it to play it again to play it. yeah um pete pete will play it but he's already played it obviously so yeah. he might refresh himself but it gets us to actually play it and even kirk might join in that's a different game for kirk. Oh. yeah well that it all a seg- depends is that a segue to me yeah i was gonna say i mean I mean, if you want me to go, sure. Uh, so yeah, I do want to. Uh, I want to try a different genre of game that I would not normally play. Uh, How about Witcher Three? I mean, very that good. Is, that is something I could play uh, now that there was a next gen update. Um, obviously, everyone bangs on about Elden Ring. Don't think I want to play that one still. But um, it's too hard for you, Kurt. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not a real gamer. I, I don't want to get good. Um, but yeah, I just want to. I want to go outside my comfort zone a bit um, and just see. You know, not 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 go. Nah, I don't want to play it just because I just know I won't like it. I want I want to give it a chance. Honestly, if you've got more fair, time, yeah. yeah, yeah, there is that. I mean, to be fair, Hades did that for me with with roguelikes. So, you know, I yeah. never would have touched a roguelike before, but something about that hooked me, and that loop just kept going. So, yeah, I want to try and find another another genre that I can kind of just dip my toes in a bit and have a bit of fun. Fair play, fair play. Well, um, Eddie. Yeah, well, if the if the Witcher three does help with that uh, for us to do a spoiler cast, we could do that. Um, um, I've actually got yeah. one. Well, pretty much identical. <laughs> it's I've put it. I've put playable games that I don't like. <laughs> when I mean that, when I well, what I mean by that is there are loads of games that I've been forced to play by you guys recently that I I, I like Citizen Sleeper. Uh, for our game of the year show at the ascent for the game of the year show before that same with it takes two um elden ring obviously i had to play that because of all the reviews and you guys made me um <laughs> and all those games as well as many others that i was forced to play i absolutely loved um so i i'm not saying that i don't think my my gaming tastes have evolved because don't get me wrong i play the shit out of my rim worlds and my tarkovs and you know my skyrims and whatnot but I have found myself playing games like Citizen Sleeper and Ascent and, you know, it takes two, and I've really enjoyed them. So I want to force myself to play games that I don't think I'll like, which I hear great things from reviewers, maybe Metacricket, or maybe even from this podcast, and force myself to play them. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's good. Because I don't want to leave I... it till December to play so many fucking games. And and the problem with playing all these amazing games that I played for Game of the Year show is I didn't have a lot of time to actually enjoy them. 
I was playing them no, because yeah, I needed get to get through them. You see, Eddie, I don't know about you, uh, but when... <sighs> You know when you get that when you've got to be in the right mood to play a yes, new type of yes, game or something yes. like that. Obviously, to to psych myself up to play something that I've never played before, like as in like a new new game genre or something like yeah. that, I've got to be in the right mood. Absolutely. And then maybe it's a case of like my my go to game has always been Rocket League since I played it. That is oh, just a yeah. thing I jump on, just like you jump onto RimWorld and yeah. stuff like that. But maybe it's it's time for us to kind of like take a bit of that that the the the, the gaming time that we put into those games. Try something new. Mm. If it fails, then we can just jump back into the thing that we're familiar with until we go on to the next yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. So just just a thought. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think I'd like to give Pete a resolution and ask him to play anything. Anything. Any, any <laughs> Literally anything. <laughs> any any game other than his staples. You know, Pete <laughs> plays a lot of games. Let's not He probably not puts he does hours close to I would say maybe even probably more than me. Dare I say it? Yeah. Dare I say yeah. it. Yeah, he probably does put in tremendous hours a week, yeah. but... Uh... But it's always on the same fucking game. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, anyway, that's, that's just a, that's something to think about if Pete ever listens to this. Um, and, uh, yeah, my... Uh, I actually want to play fewer games. Oh, wow. Shit, my last one's games. a downer as well. This isn't good. <laughs> we haven't shit I want to. Pl- well. I want to complete more games, but play fewer oh, games. Oh, okay, good. I think... I think what I do for this podcast is I, I move from like new release to new release. If it takes me, I complete it. If it doesn't, I kind of let it go. And it, what it means is I get games like God of War, Ragnarok, which, okay, I do expect a game to take me within 15 hours, but it didn't. And so I let it go. When actually, if I'd persevered, there was probably something quite special in there. But I kind of then go off it because I need to play something else or I think I need to play something else. But if I just committed to playing fewer games and, and just committing to, to completing them, then maybe you get more uh, fulfilling experiences. Yeah. So I, I think that's, that's what I, I yeah. might try to do. That's really good. You, you do realise that puts more pressure on us guys to play new releases and stuff, though, yeah? Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what that's I'm trying to do. That's why you created this... Uh... This you feature, didn't you? Fuck. This is your way of going like <laughs> you guys now need to I mean you outright said that Pete needs to play more games, but it's two hundred IQ. That's smart. <laughs> That's smart. Snake. Uh, I guess I'm buying Dead Space next week. <laughs> yeah, but you only need to play it for twenty <laughs> yeah. minutes, guys. That's true. That's true. At least I can fucking say something. Ben won't, so he won't have it. Yeah. Right. I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm gonna <laughs> carry on from that. And I I've put play less football manager. <laughs> not Forza Motorsport then <laughs> oh you know that's what FM is no, no, no. football manager football manager that's what the hardcores call it um, I realised when I was up in uh, up at my parents at Christmas and I didn't have football manager on the computer that I not only had so much more fun without football manager but there's so many more things that I got to experience because I didn't have it on my second monitor all the time for example like socialising with your family not socialising with the family god Kirk no Jesus um, no I'm talking about like watching streamers and watching YouTube videos on reviews of other games uh, and okay. watching like the million other kind of things that you see on YouTube or Twitch or whatever um, I I experienced so many more things. I caught up with so many podcasts that I didn't, all because of Football Manager. And you know what's funny? I don't think I enjoy playing Football Manager. 
I I, th- oh, I know what you mean. I think it's just a thing that I do because it's natural reaction. As soon as I turn on my computer, Game Pass comes up and I press Play Football Manager. I don't think at any uh, point that I go, oh, I'm really enjoying this, but I still you're do You're literally it. on autopilot, aren't you? Yes, yes, exactly. But when I found it, it was almost like I was addicted to drugs and then when I was at my parents, I got the cloud away from my head and I realised <laughs> that there's all these other beautiful things that you could be doing well, have you seen the world? <laughs> exactly. Right right now I play a lot of Tarkov and I have I have streams on of Tarkov or maybe some videos of Tarkov. Maybe I found two different podcasts of Tarkov. So it's wonderful. It's it's beautiful. I mean Tark- uh, Tarkov's taken over your life. <laughs> yeah, Tarkov's the new football manager at this point. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's any better. Oh, yeah, I've just moved the drug. You can't just replace one drug, drug with another. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all serious, it like like the the, the during uh, sometime uh, today after work, I watched uh, the Forspoken reviews. Um, I watched mm-hmm. a new Worth of Buyers review, and it's so many things that I wouldn't have done because I was on Football Manager. So it sounds weird to say play less Football Manager, but it's more um, be more interactive with the gaming community, um, content creators, and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, that's fair Lovely. enough. I get yeah, it. That's good stuff. Shall I go next? You got one. You got one to finish us off, Kurt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I. I really want, and this is this is more for 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 the guys, the friends, the boys, um, the boys, lads. Uh, <laughs> I want to get Rocket League Fridays back into some sort of rotation. Oh. Doesn't have to be every week like we used to, but I I really I really miss that because the same way that when we play Warzone with your friends, there was something really fucking enjoyable about playing yeah. Rocket League with your mates as well. Um, I mean, just huddling up like when we did stupid shit. Like when we had like three or four of uh, sorry three of us just like in the uh, in the goal in, in the goal stopping oh, stopping all the people the stupid really stupid people off. Yeah. <laughs> why why were we doing that? Like, we were like it's just it's just a bit like that's just in like in casual like gameplay fun, not in ranked or something. But it's just yeah. like just doing stupid shit like that, and then just playing the game in general. And um, like, if we do end up having like a drink and have, doing the drinking rules that we do, it's just that it was always a good be, way to end the week. That used to be the most fun ever. Like yeah, all yeah. the boys on yeah. Rocket League just pissing. It wasn't a serious game. Getting hammered. I, I, it's because you could get more than four people on it, couldn't you? You could have yeah. two teams. Working yeah, they, I think yeah, one time we had nine of us, didn't we? And one person had to rotate out. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's true. But yeah, yeah, you can have eight people going. Um, Kurt, I don't want to be that guy, but you know, you're the reason why it stopped, right? Because <laughs> why am I? <laughs> why? Well, because it it. It it filtered down to was it me you Oggy and Pete that those were the four that would always okay, kind yeah, of yeah. be on, and I don't want to be that guy but you were the only one that got hammered with me. Pete had like a drink or two and then left at yeah. like eleven. Oggy was very intermittent, like you know his wife might not let him play some weeks. So yeah, like <laughs> after you went, I'm not going to. I then went right, Ben, Jack, do you want to do Warzone Fridays? Yeah, no, that's fair. So, that makes that makes sense. Well, let's hey, uh, let's yeah. say, I mean, if you're up for we're, it, we're like like I said, like we keep Warzone Fridays for the majority, but I think uh, maybe like once a month or once every couple of like six weeks or something. I think a Rocket League thing would be good. Yeah, all into that. Yeah, yeah. Gaming with mates is fucking good. It really is. Honestly, I mean, uh, gaming by yourself is fantastic, but gaming with your mates just adds a new, a, a different level to yeah. it. Yeah. It is great yeah. for the old mental health. I think uh, gaming absolutely. with your mates is is yeah. absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So, it is the equivalent of going out drinking with your mates, just not. <laughs> it, it it kind of is. There is a, there is an equivalency there. I, th- yeah, I think um, during COVID, during the lockdowns, 
I, my partner said um, at work, she she had to go into work and, and she, you know, everyone's going, oh, how are you sure? And loads of people were crying in work, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, how's your partner doing? And she went, he fucking <laughs> loves it. He absolutely, not only does he game all day, and she's like, oh, but you said he likes to go for a drink on weekends. Yeah, he's got this thing called Rocket League Fridays, where he just gets absolutely hammered with his mates. All of, do you remember, we used to video it, didn't we? So we, we could always see the same, each other. Yeah, we used to have, like, laptops out so we could see each other. See each other, and then just, like, uh, the way we looked into each other's souls actually. and just, like, like, oh, like, you fucking drink now, you bastard. It's just stuff like that. Yeah, so it, was, it was an incredible time, actually. Exactly, so that show how most people barely survived COVID. I mean, my mum's still bloody recovering um, from the mental health side of things. But yeah, mm. I because of Rocket League Friday, because of internet internet gaming. Yeah, yeah, delight. definitely. Yeah, there you go. Okay, end on a happy. Um, end on a happy. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Yeah, and if anybody has any gaming resolutions that they'd like to let us know, then uh, you can email us podcast at grumpygamers.co.uk. You can tweet us at grumpygamerspod. We also have a YouTube channel, Grumpy Gamers Podcast, and we're on Twitch, Grumpy Gamers Podcast, all one word. But we haven't been twitching for a while, so. We so will. not not we seven will. p.m. this Thursday then. Not seven p.m. this Thursday, <laughs> that the doc says. Uh, can't gu- cannot guarantee that, Kirk. Um, but anyway, I think for this week it's uh, it's GG. GG. GG.